It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan of 970 and 97.1. Connor Mills on the mic, and I've got you all the way up until 7 o'clock on this 13th day of Friday. It's Freaky Friday. We just had Sky Hope in the studio, and, you know, Sky's right. It's been a Freaky Friday. It's been a really freaky kind of sports season as Sports Fan presented by J&K Contracting. We've got a great show for you coming up all the way throughout the 6 o'clock hour. We've got Russ Eisenstein calling in. Uh, to the show, but we'll have Russ uh, at the top of the hour. We will also have Jay Cremata calling in around 6.30, 6.25, and Lucas Moore uh, will rejoin the airwaves of 970 WATH later on. We'll check in with him and the coronavirus over in Chicago as it's been a pretty busy sports week. It's been a week uh, that I don't think anybody has expected, uh, so we'll try to entertain you all the way through 7 o'clock, and who best uh, to come on the airwaves right now and entertain us and hopefully, you know, Talk a little bit about sports, uh, but this crazy, crazy Mid-American Conference, uh, you know, shutting down and across all sports areas, you know, sports grinding halt uh, yesterday. Uh, but a big welcome into the program to Russ Eisenstein. Russ, the uh, voice of the Bobcats. It's been a while since we had you on. It's good to have you back. Thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, this is a rather unique, uh, scary, sad situation to be sure. Um, and certainly a lot to talk about and get through. Yeah, a lot to talk about. Where I want to start, uh, you took the trip all the way up to Cleveland, and you're getting ready to call this game. You went through your pregame. What was kind of going through your mind you know, as you were getting ready for this game? But in the back of everybody's minds, it was, how is the Mid-American Conference going to respond to the coronavirus? Yeah, it was eerie. It was surreal. Um, I had been in that building, obviously, the day prior, and in the days leading up to this, we had an idea that there might have been some things going on um, and things to be watchful for or to prepare for or the fact that there would be alterations or, if not, a, a full-on cancellation. That was obviously a worst-case scenario, and the worst-case scenario certainly occurred. Um, so being in the building the day before on Tuesday for the uh, or rather on uh, Wednesday for the first round of the women's tournament, quarterfinal round of the women's tournament, um, it, it really felt empty. It felt like uh, a Hitchcock sort of uh, drama. It, it felt like um, you really couldn't put a whole lot of words to it. It felt like a movie set. Yeah. It certainly didn't feel like the atmosphere for a college basketball tournament. Um, you kind of got lost in those games a bit. I, I joined my buddy Chad Bush, who's the voice of uh, the Eastern Michigan Eagles, and I was on color with him for their game and their win over Ball State. And so you got lost in that game. You got lost in the, the, the occurrences of the game and communicating that game. But there were moments during that game where there would be a band playing, where there would be cheerleaders, where there would be uh, T-shirt tosses with a bunch of kids yelling and, and, and that kind of stuff. So... Even though you were lost in the game, you kind of uh, had those moments where it crystallized how, how weird it really was. Um, and then come to um, Wednesday night and uh, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell and the cases in the NBA right. and, and more, more and more tournaments starting to take more precautions, that's when it got really real. And so we thought, well, all right, the match is going to go through with it. As long as there was something to, to play for, as long as there were more other conference tournaments going on, we thought that, all right, this, this thing will continue. But getting into the building on, on uh, Thursday, uh, waiting for Jeff Bowles and doing that interview, um, it felt odd. It felt like there was going to be another shoe that was going to drop. And, and that shoe started to drop in the form of other tournaments. Um, and then we actually had technical difficulties during our broadcast. Unbeknownst to us, there was a computer that crashed down in Winston-Salem. So some people probably thought, gosh, they're off the air. What happened? Man. Um, and then it, um, it all came down that, that um, it, was, it was called. First the delay, then it was called. Um, when the Big East kept playing, I thought, well, maybe there's a chance. Well, they only went um, to halftime with St. John's, right? 
Yeah, that's right. There was that tip, and that's when we were still in the arena. Um, so we knew that, that there was another game actually happening. There was, there was someone else out there. It was like, you're too young for this, but, but if you're playing around on the CB radio, ham radio, and somebody responds to your call, <laughs> yes, somebody yeah. else is out there. Um, well, it's but, like that yeah, trucker movie, right? I, I forget yeah, the name of the well, movie, but they're going through uh, uh, car- sure. not caravan, but, but you know the name of it. Yeah, um, no doubt. And it yeah. kind of felt like I Am Legend a little bit, too, where where you're just talking to someone in the abyss, someone out there. Um, but then you started to realize, well, what is this for? You know, if, if this game is played today, where, where is this leading towards? And and that's when you started to realize, now this, this, this just isn't worth it. It's just not right. We never saw Akron on the floor. Ohio actually came on the floor. But anyway, you, you've got other stuff to ask, I'm sure. But th- that's kind of a running timeline from when we got up there until basically now when I came back to Southeast Ohio. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy to follow along. I, I saw on Twitter uh, the, the Cats Corner you know, opened up their doors. They were ready for this game at 12 o'clock. And then the news came, all right, it's going to be pushed back to 1 o'clock. And then... Uh, the press conference happening around 1:10, or well, take us through the timeline of you know when this this game tip off is supposed to be 12 o'clock, and then it gets pushed back an hour, and then we hear that there's going to be a conference. What was kind of the mood uh, going in at that point? Well, remember there there weren't that many people in there, um, and so it, it was important to me um, to say something. Now I, I had already done the pre-produced open. And again, it's not like we're speaking to millions of people. It's not like the world was waiting for Al Watson and Rob to take the air and, and, and it's their responsibility to calm down folks or put it all into perspective. But on our platform of a Mid-American Conference broadcast, which we're very proud of and we're proud to be on Power 105 and, and, and to do what we do. So normally there's, there's this thing there that says the following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. And I generally come on, say, Bobcat Zips, Mid-American Conference Tournament starts today, right. and our coverage begins now. Well, did a little writing to it to try to put it all in perspective. The pregame open hits. Sarah Ligarski, Ohio Sports Information Contact for Basketball, comes over and says it's delayed until 1. And so we had to quickly come up with a plan uh, on the fly to, all right, are we staying on the air? Uh, let's do the pregame show. Uh, do we play a replay? Um, and so we did that. Uh, we, we went through the pregame, and, and Rob and I kind of put it all into perspective. Then we heard that there was a press conference at noon, and Rob and I were basically taking a look at everything in real time from around the rest of the country of everybody else not, not deciding to go through with the tournaments. We had an idea then that, all right, um, this, this thing's done. Then the Big East happened, and we thought, well, okay, well, maybe. Uh, but then you, you started to see Ohio's players come out, uh, and they were the only ones that came out on the floor. I, I never saw anyone from Akron, with the exception of Joe Dunn uh, and Steve French, their broadcast team. So the Bobcats were the only ones on the floor. We were told that um, the teams had uh, their temperatures taken. Everybody that was on the buses coming to the arenas, Akron's bus, uh, to the arena, Akron's bus and Ohio's bus, mm-hmm. they took temperatures of everybody on the bus, uh, Not- even Sarah as well. So everybody that was there. Did they also um, get broadcast crew, you and Rob? No, because or you we, were... we actually we, we weren't on that bus. So everybody that was in that team bus coming over did. Um, we we stayed at a separate property downtown, and we just we walked there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Ohio came on the floor, was just trying to get loose. It wasn't it wasn't even an organized prior to a game sort of thing getting loose. This felt like a little less intense, if that's the right word to use. Right. Um, so you're in this big NBA arena with an incredible sound system and that huge scoreboard, and it's just a handful of people and uh, maybe about 25 of Ohio's uh, parents and, and close family members or friends behind the Ohio bench, and the same for Akron, and that's it. And, and then came the word uh, via Twitter that, that it, was, it was canceled, and then you start to realize, all right, that, that's it for the year. And so the last play-by-play that we did was of the scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll actually tweet it out. I should go back in the archive and find it. So Jordan Dardis's last three that I called, his, his <laughs> final bang, yeah. was yeah. Um, in a scrimmage of sorts on the floor in Cleveland. 
Well, I was going to ask you about that scrimmage because I'm surprised nobody from Akron would want to you know, take advantage of being in the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse or the queue or however you know fans want to, to distinguish the building. But you know, I was surprised that you know, it's only Ohio who's trying to have fun down there because you know they, they made a little bit of light of the of the serious situation. They were able to find a little glimmer of hope. Uh, they were still able to you know play some basketball when everybody else was getting shut down. Uh, but how did that five-on-five five just come to be? Did, did Bowles just say, all right, guys, you know, we're not playing today, but go ahead and, and have some fun? Or what was that like? Yeah, so uh, originally we were going to play a little bit of the, the uh, previous game. We were going to play a replay of the, the win over Central Michigan in that broadcast. Mm-hmm. But then Rob and I both looked on the floor and we thought, well, they're getting kind of somewhat organized for a five-on-five. Five. And so that's when we I just decided to pick up the play-by-play. It wasn't like Jeff went out there and said, you guys play now. It was basically done on their own. And that was prior to the official announcement even given to the team. So so they might have still been under the, the thought that, all right, uh, there's still a chance to play here. When um, Jeff came over and, and kind of stopped it for a moment, that's when I, I saw that they huddled and, and he was giving the word that, that it wasn't going to happen. Now, you, I don't know this for sure, but you can potentially read the tea leaves that Akron wasn't on the floor potentially for a reason. Now, I, I, mm. that is just pure right. speculation. I don't know that for a fact, and but based on these events and the fact that Akron wasn't out there, I mean, it could just very well be that John Gross decided, no, you guys are standing here, or maybe there was something more to it. We haven't heard if there was anything more to it or not. Not to say that there was or wasn't, but you know Akron uh, didn't, and, and Ohio did. That's that's just simply what what we're reporting, and um, it was sad. And to walk out of there, um, and and the thing that makes it tough tonight, and there are a lot of things, but right, right. I really, I really liked Ohio's chances against Akron, and, and right that- now we would be close to going on the air for a semifinal Friday night in Cleveland, and I know for a fact that uh, Bobcat fans probably would have thought like their chances against Northern Illinois or Miami, too. Um, and, and, that's and then the thing you got that, a chance to be in the championship game. Yeah, and that's the thing that we were talking about on the sports fan yesterday with, with Troy Ball and myself because you know, this Bobcat team was hot at the right part of the season. And we have to remember the expectations, at least outside of Athens, Ohio, were very low for this team. We did not know, you know, how good Ohio or how bad Ohio would be, but they finished the season with a record of 17 and 15, and they found themselves. They didn't, unfortunately, get to play in the game, uh, but they found themselves in the semifinal game in the Mid American Conference against Akron. And Akron, I mean, they were up 50 to 37. They just didn't finish the game uh, in the most recent contest with with Ohio and Akron. Again, we're talking with uh, voice of the Bobcats, Russ Eisenstein, here on Pal- uh, over on WATH, Sportsman, uh, presented by JNK Contracting. But it seemed like Ohio really stood a chance. They had a fighter's chance, the way that Troy put it, against Akron. And that all just made it a little bit more disappointing because it was a, a matchup that we were looking forward to see. And Ohio was really a dark horse in this tournament. Yeah, without a doubt, 7-3 in the last 10, and... Uh, the quarterfinals and tipping it off against Akron. And in that environment, you know, you, you, you just never know. Um, it was a uh, an odd sort of environment to play a conference tournament. So would that have helped Ohio potentially? Um, it, it, it was just odd in so many ways. But, again, this is all bigger picture stuff. We have to keep in mind that, yes, um, this is basketball, it's sports, it's, it's a diversion, it's, it's an outlet. Um, people are sick in this country. People need to be tested in this country. People need to be well in this country. Right. This country should be doing things that set the standard for care for people that have this. And and this feels like, in a lot of ways, I was in college when 9-11 hit. Mm-hmm. And I was a senior at Southern Illinois. And on that night, I remember we were... We were trying to take it all in, but we were also thinking about, all right, how are we, how are we handling the day-to-day moving forward? Um, and I think then we realized, well, sports will be back. I, I, I think sports, you know, sports, they'll be back. But in this regard, there is a massive delay. Some are just outright canceled. Um, 
And so now we don't know. And, and so from a department standpoint, um, you know, how, how do we, how do we try to infotain people moving forward here? That's, I didn't think I'd have to pull on the experience of, of that from, from years ago now, but that's where we're at. And, uh, you know, you think about all the other people affected by this. Right, and uh, the big question mark is, you know, when will everything kind of return to normal? After 9-11, you know, hearing the stories, you know, listening to different radio broadcasts, and, you know, people have made that kind of comparison, how it feels, uh, but there is no uh, timetable for this to return. There, there's no, you know, like, vaccine uh, right on around the corner. You, you have no idea when things will come back to normal, and I think that's what's... You know, a little bit more scary than, than maybe before. Without a doubt. And, and obviously this is a different sort of, and it's not an attack. It, it, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a different sort of thing in, in, in entirety. It's, um, right. it, it's a health-related issue, and, and, and hopefully it gets flushed out. But, but you have to think about a lot of people. You think about student-athletes. You think about people working in the sports industry. You think about people that, that, that have lives and businesses that are surrounding sports activities restaurants, transportation, all of that. Sports is a huge economic engine in this country, but it's a livelihood in one way, shape, or form to so many people. And so now you have to worry about um, a, a lot of things. And, and it's just sad. It's, it's unfortunate. And um, the, it, it, without a doubt, it's the right decision. Right. It was the right decision to do what was done here. And now we have to keep doing the right decisions moving forward. Yeah, there are bigger things than, than sports you know, sports affects lots of aspects of life. You know, it is a, an income source for, for many uh, who are involved. But, you know, health comes first, and, and you know, sports is a great distraction. Uh, but people will have to find a way. Luckily for, for you and Rob, um, you know, you guys will be all right. You on salary, so you, you tweeted that out, uh, responding to a fan out on Twitter. Yep. Um, so luckily for you and, and others, um, but for others who are paycheck to paycheck for sports, you know, it, it could be a little bit tight uh, coming up in these next you know, 30 days or however long, especially with MLB, NBA, the, all the professional sports are gone. I even thought the XFL would have stayed around for a little bit longer, but I mean, they made the right decision too. Yeah, this is, this is off the page stuff. This is, um, this is stuff that, that has never occurred before to this scale and, and hopefully never happens again. Um, but, but certainly now's the time to hopefully do things, handle things, work through things the right way. Um, it's scary. You know, my parents are, are in their seventies or close to it on my mom, uh, for my mom. And, um, you know, I'm worried about them. I, 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 I worry about the, the health of the nation as a whole. And, um, yeah, this is bigger than sports. It's a huge deal. Sports are a diversion, uh, an outlet. And unfortunately we, we won't have that. Uh, here for the foreseeable future. Right. And while we still do have you, we'll, we'll uh, you know, talking again with Russ Eisenstein, the voice of the Bobcats, um, while we have you and, and talking about bring it a little bit back to Ohio uh, basketball right now, uh, NCAA has released that they will allow you know, spring athletes to be able to retain uh, some years left, some years of eligibility, uh, and that would go for you know whoever you know, on baseball. I haven't taken a look uh, deep into it who who would affect at least for Ohio. But uh, on the basketball side, they're 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 putting out the question right now uh, for winter sports to see if that would be feasible. Uh, do you think Jordan Dardis or Sylvester Obanda would would come back for for another year, or do you think uh, you know this has been the last that Bobcat fans have heard of these two seniors? Well, you got to keep in mind that there are a lot of things involved with this. It's not just simply saying, all right, we're making that happen. There are lots of things that are offshoots of that decision, like um, scholarship limits, eligibility issues, um, and moving forward. If you grant extra years to uh, seniors um, from, from this winter sports season, you are changing the roster um, uh, 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 requirements or, or, or maximums uh, for years to come because you already have commitments of, of student-athletes from high school moving to college. You also have to work through academic requirements and, and eligibilities. Um, it, 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 it's a cost issue, too. Uh, I get that's the emotional response. I, I get it. Mm -hmm. um, but there, there are a lot of parts to that that would need to be worked out. 
Now, I'd love to see Jordy come back. Uh, I would love to see Sylvester Obanda come back. But again, that, that's got to be up. If it, if it does come to that, they've got to make the, the determination of, should I just move on with my life to the next level of basketball or the next level of life? Right. Um, but I, I just think that it's, it's, it's a harder question, and there are more things to it than just saying, yep, they're eligible, bring them back. Yeah, it's a big can of worms. It's almost as big as, you know, paying the uh, student-athletes, you know, maybe a little bit on a lesser scale, but still it's a big question to see how do we react, uh, you know, moving forward, or how what is the reaction from the NCAA in regards to eligibility and, and all the scholarships and stuff. They've already allowed it for the spring sports. So the seniors for the spring sports and everybody, you know, involved will be able to come back. They still have that another year of eligibility left. Uh, but how the NCAA reacts to winter athletes and, and seeing how that all goes, uh, there'll be a, a conversation down the line, or who knows, things are moving at a rapid pace. Uh, yesterday, I didn't think that sports would be shut down, but here we are today. Everything else, you know, professionally, collegiately, high school-wise, everything has come to a grinding halt. Uh, but, Russ, before we let you go, I know you're a big Milwaukee Brewer fan, uh, and I, I can't let you go without talking a little bit about the Brewers uh, what were they expected to do this? I know baseball is pushed back in two years, but what do you think that the Brewers have in store for this season? Well, hopefully there is a season to play, uh, right. but I, I think the story of the Central Division is the Reds, obviously. Uh, the Brewers didn't add a great deal in the in the offseason, obviously. The, the massive contract and, and the years that have been invested into Christian Yelich is a, a major story. Um, but I, I just didn't see a whole lot of additions that needed to be made for them to, A, get in the playoffs again, and B, win a, a playoff series. Um, but that's, that's the stuff that we're talking about here. Hopefully we can have those discussions again. Hopefully this all comes back again, because just right there, you get lost in that sports conversation. So for all the Reds fans, hopefully it, it is a season that you can remember, remember and it's going to belong to you potentially. Um yeah, but I, I guess we'll, we'll figure it out moving forward. We'll all figure it out. We just have to go with the flow at this point, listen to the professionals, and, and see what they have to say. Um, but, Russ, I really appreciate you being on the program. It's been too long since you've been on here. I will try to get you on as long as you have the time uh, moving forward. But but thanks for being on. I appreciate it, man. Call any time, and uh, seriously, hopefully good health uh, for, for all the listeners and for all of Southeast Ohio. To you as well, Russ. We're going to take a short break right here on the Sports Fan WATH. When we come back, Jake Kermada and women's basketball on the other side. You're listening to the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Hi, it's DJ Bardicus here, and have you ever wanted to have fun and get paid for it? Have you dreamt of being a famous DJ just like me? Well, then Power 105 and Classic Hits 970 might be the right place for you. We are currently looking for board operators and disc jockeys. We have part-time flexible hours available with chance for advancement. For more information or to submit your resume and a voice clip, contact Nick Palmer, General Manager at 740-205-8612 or email npalmer at wxtq.com. Stop by and enjoy the wonderful atmosphere of the expanded Bunch of Grapes Tavern and Cutler's Restaurant at the Ohio University Inn. Enjoy weekly specials like Prime Rib Sundays, Martini Mondays, Italian Tuesdays, and Wine Down Wednesdays. In addition to award-winning dining, the Ohio University Inn offers rooms with amenities such as free Wi-Fi, pet-friendly rooms, and a 24-hour fitness center. Come visit the Gateway to Ohio University. The Ohio University Inn, located at 331 Richland Avenue in Athens. 
This time of the year, the weather changes quickly. And when you want to know about the school closings, you'll get them on Classic Hits 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Listen every morning from 6 till 8.30 for the complete list that affects you. The school closings on WATH is brought to you by Ohio Health Oblenis Hospital. Believe in we. The school closings when you want them. On your center for winter weather information. Classic Hits 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. See yourself with season tickets to 2020 Bobcat football. 10-5, 6 for the Cats. Ohio's won three straight bowl games, and the six-game home schedule includes Marshall and Buffalo. Season tickets are on sale now with packs for as low as 35 bucks a seat. Can only make it to the Saturday home games? No problem. We've got you covered with the brand-new Saturdays at Peden Plan. Call 800-575-2287 or log on to ohiobobcats.com. See yourself with season tickets to 2020 Ohio football. Need a printer? Minuteman Press offers everything from a single copy to booklets, brochures, or business cards, and more. Minuteman Press is Athens' full-service printer with design services unmatched by anyone else. The quality you want and their prices are unsurpassed. And large format printing is also available for posters and banners up to 44 inches wide. Minuteman Press, 17 West Washington in Athens. Call 593-7393. That's 593-7393. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. You're listening to 970 WATH and the Sports Fan. Sports Fan of 970 WATH presented by JK Contracting. Adam Mills on the mic. We got you up until 7 o'clock today. We just heard from the voice of the Ohio Bobcats, Russ Eisenstein, and switching it over more towards Jay Cremata. I know he gets mad at me when I call him the voice of Ohio women's uh, basketball, but uh, he kind of is. You know, Jake has been there for a long time. He's been with the team. He knows you know, everything inside and out uh, right now. He doesn't know everything about like Russ does, but Jake's been there a while. Uh, Jake, thanks for joining into the program. How have you been? Yeah, Mills, you've been great, man. Um, just a weird, I guess, 48 hours uh, for everybody. It's, um, it's a confusing time, but obviously, I mean, I was listening to Russ a little bit, too. I'm going to build off what Russ said. I mean, it, it, it's something that needed to be done, and we all realize that now. But, you know, it's uh, it, again, it's weird. Uh, it really is. But, I mean, we're all just kind of go, going through it and trying to stay healthy. Well, the one thing that, that you had, you know, you at least got to call a game you know, inside Rock and Mortgage Fieldhouse. Russ, unfortunately, you know, that game was pushed back. It was delayed, and then it was canceled. Um, but the men's team never had the opportunity to play. They had that five-on-five that Russ was able to do a little bit of play-by-play. But you actually got to call uh, the women's basketball game where they beat Western Michigan 84-75 to get themselves into that semifinal matchup with what would have been Toledo. Uh, but what was it like calling that game in Rocket Mortgage just with an empty arena? You know, um... It, it, it was weird because it's it's an NBA arena, right? I mean, you're, and you're supposed to have the environment there. And, you know, I remember in years past in Cleveland, I'd always pot up the effects mic that that, um, that the arena gives you, and I, and I would just kind of let the 110 kind of do their thing, just say, so you know, you know, sounds of Athens up in Cleveland, and just kind of let them play out a little bit. And that it was weird because that, that wasn't the case this year. And obviously, you got a game to do, but but it's weird looking behind you and just seeing empty seats and. Looking across the way, I mean, you saw a lot of the parents, and uh, I know the women's team is very grateful that the Ohio men's team was able to come in. Um, the women's team put the whole men's team and some of their staff members on our pass list, uh, so they were allowed to come in and cheer the women on. So uh, in that regard, it, it felt, it, it, I mean, it, there was noise. I mean, there, there was energy uh, just, you know, flowing through the building, but not that energy you're used to with the band, the cheerleaders, a lot of, you know, the hardcore women fans that I see at every game on every home game on either Wednesday Wednesday nights or Saturdays but um yeah I mean it, it was just funny because um, as we were going into the fourth quarter the PA announcer says you know fans get up on you get up out of your seats and you know and, and, and cheer as loud as you can you know yada yada and 
there you <laughs> and, right, and it's yeah. only the people on the other side of the arena that that they're standing up and yeah it, it was just odd it was very odd but um you know what we, we got through it the bobcats won they put themselves in a good spot to win it's uh, just unfortunate that um other things that we can't help happened and and it resulted in cancellation of the tournament yeah and uh you know it was kind of crazy because i was listening in to the the message from the mid-american conference and the uh the director of uh you know, the, the big guy at the Mid-American Conference, uh, the doctor, I can't remember his name right now, but he was... Uh, Steinbrecher, yeah. Yeah, Steinbrecher. So Dr. Steinbrecher, uh, the commissioner. They were, that, see, I've got to get the words out there. But the commissioner of the Mid-American Conference, and he was saying, well, if we do have an NCAA tournament, which we don't, that was canceled yesterday, but if we do have March Madness, that the number one seeds or the regular season champions would have gone on and represented the MAC in the NCAA tournament, which would have been Central Michigan, but Central Michigan had lost to Toledo. Uh, so that would have been a, a crazy thing should uh, NCAA tournament you know, still have went on. Yeah, that was, that, and that was probably would have been the biggest bummer uh, of it all, right? Because, you know, the, the team that won the regular season gets bounced in the quarterfinal and they get upset, and now all of a sudden that's opening the door for literally the remaining four teams, and I know everybody was pretty excited about that. And Also, Ball State got upset by Eastern Michigan after um, after we won against uh, Western. So, I mean, the tournament felt wide open. I know the, the women played so well. I mean, I know they they lost, I mean, four of their last five games, but they finally played like Bobcat women's basketball on that, um, you know, that quarterfinal day. And, you know, you really felt like this team, they were moving the ball well, they were hitting shots, and Erica Johnson dropped 28 points. I mean, CC Hooks got, I mean, she fell out of the game early in the fourth quarter, but, I mean, Amani uh, Burke stepped up, Katie Barker and her, Amani Burke and Katie Barker in their final um, game really stepped up and gave Ohio uh, an opportunity, and well, I should say their final tournament, but now their final game. But, um, yeah, you know, it, it, it felt wide open at the time, and it I know it would have been pretty disappointing if uh, Central went, and even though they lost. But I, I will say this, it, um, they perform so well in the um, in the regular season, right? I mean, they, they technically earn right. it, and you see things like that happen all the time in March where, you know, in the conference tournament, the number one seed or, or, or what clearly is the best team in the conference all of a sudden goes down, and, you know, that's where you get all your Cinderella's uh, happening. And so um, um, it would have been disappointing, but, you know, at Central Michigan, you know, they deserved it. They had a one heck of a conference season. They were, I mean, 15-0 at one point. So um, uh, I know they would have represented the MAC well. And while it would have been disappointing, you know, Central Michigan did get you know, they lost in the first round it would have been disappointing to see them go and have that NCAA tournament should that have continued but I would have understood it you know, because they earned it in the regular season uh, if we're not going to count anything that was in uh, the Mid-American Conference tournament then I understand you know, sending the regular season champs even though they were uh, one and done up in Cleveland so I, I, I would have understood it uh, but we don't have to go down that path because you know, NCAA tournament, it, it's over. You know, it, it's its not a talking point anymore because mm -hmm. it no longer exists uh, for this yeah. year at least. Uh, first time since 1938, uh, at least since the, the men's side, uh, the men's NCAA tournament uh, for basketball uh, was canceled or the last time it was going through. Uh, so it, it is a disappointing time. Uh, on the other side, I didn't get to talk to Russ a little bit about you know, what it means for the spring sports. You know, we were kind of focused on basketball, but I know you were doing um, softball broadcasts and maybe filling in here and there on a couple baseball broadcasts. Uh, but it has to be incredibly disappointing, you know, going into the spring season because it seems like that had just started, you know, it, and now everything is canceled for them as well. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's odd, right? Because, I mean, um, I mean, you're... I mean, one of my students that work with me in our Bobcat TV office, and we do a lot of play-by-play -play in our athletic department. And, of course, we had our assignments meets ready. I mean, everybody had their their assignments for the spring, you know, baseball, softball, things like that. But um, it, it's just weird because now there's nothing going on at, you know, Ohio softball field, you know, and, and we just got all of that ready, and all of a sudden it's, it's just gone. And you feel for those kids. I feel for... I mean, Ohio men's basketball seniors, our women's basketball seniors, too. I mean, the, the moment that they found out that, you know, thing, the tournament was canceled was um, probably one of the most heartbreaking experiences I think I, I've, I, I've, you know, ex experienced in their four-year journey along with them. Um, but you just feel for all the student-athletes. And I know you, Russ, hit on a lot of the sports industry folk who, I mean, a lot of the freelancers as well. I mean, it's... It's it's tough for four sports and for everything like that. But then again, it's 
it's in order to it's in order to contain what's going on outside, you know, and, and everybody needs to stay healthy and, you know, take these practices and, and not come together and help spread a, a virus that's going around. And you understand it, right? And I think the NCAA yeah. was taking, they're taking good action into uh, allowing those spring, spring sports seniors to apply for another year of eligibility, which is great. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, so the spring people or the spring student athletes able to be eligible for another year and still waiting to hear back on the winter sports side. Uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully, you know, should they want to come back, they'll be eligible to come back. But as Russ kind of touched on it, too, you know, life goes on. When's the next time in life to, you know, to step forward? You know, you're not going to be yeah. a college kid every every year from now. You know, you got to somehow move forward with your life. And uh, some kids may not be able to you know, go out on the convocation floor anymore. You know, some mm-hmm. some guys might not be able to uh, to pick up a basketball, don the Ohio jersey and and, and play. Um, but it would be disappointing, but it's unfortunately that's what life is right now. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is, right? And um, it's unfortunate, too, that I know a lot of at least uh, the women's basketball seniors, we were getting ready to go to the men's game uh, to go support them. Like the men came and supported uh, the women's game. And um, then all of a sudden it gets delayed. We're, sit- we're standing in the lobby ready to go, and it gets delayed. And once you find that out, we go, okay, well, we'll just go to lunch, and then we'll go to the game later. But then, you know, it, it happened in this just long, it was the longest, I think, 20 minutes of my, my life, Nosey. It yeah. just all happened so fast. It, it all happened when we were in the lobby. And, you know, I, I mean, Katie Barker, who's our senior, found out on Twitter that the tournament was being canceled. And uh, Bob was on the phone. He got the phone call. I, I was standing right there with him with our, our athletic communications rep, Mike Schulze. And he comes over, he, and he mumbles, uh, you know, the news to us, and, and Katie comes over, she goes, hey, Twitter's saying this, what's going on, and, and you know, w- what are you doing in that moment? Um, it, and it was just, I don't know, it, it, it just, I mean, even my heart just sank in that moment. I go, well, I mean, it's just one of those things, you know, you, you just kind of say, you know, I, I don't know any information yet, I haven't heard, but it was just, it was strange, and then the team comes together, and, you know, it, uh, boy, I, it was crazy when when everything just everything just happened within that hour, and I mean, it just felt like the, the world just stopped yep. in that yep. in that one little hour. So then again, I mean, it's for a good cause, right? And we're trying to right. contain what's being spread around. So well, I think everybody's understanding. It's just very disappointing, uh, you know that that this is happening and sports aren't able to continue for now. Uh, but as always, you know, they'll move forward and. Uh, life will go on, and sports will hopefully make a big comeback, and we'll all be happy and excited when it does. Uh, I have to let you go pretty soon. we got Lucas Moore coming up uh, shortly, but again, we've been talking with Jake Hermata. And, Jake, before you go you know, on air you know, here in Athens, potentially, hopefully we have you back on air, but uh, it's crazy to think you know, your six-year journey at Ohio University is going, coming to a close, and uh, that Western Michigan broadcast may have been your last uh, it definitely was your last as a student, but I want to thank you on air for everything that you've done with Ohio Athletics and bringing uh, sports coverage to the Athens area and, and beyond in the nation. Uh, so thank you for all your work, Jake. Thank you for being a mentor to a bunch of the younger students. Uh, really appreciate all that you've done uh, here at Ohio University. <laughs> well, thanks, Nosey. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, it was, it, it was a weird experience, but I know you got to let me go. But uh, thanks so much. and. Um, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow down down in our apartment. Make sure you do the dishes before I get back. <laughs> listen, I've been doing the dishes first time all semester. <laughs> I got the dishes done. Uh, but listen, you got to right, clean up I'll those Tupperware you. things. I don't know how to clean up that up. Uh, yeah, those are my chicken wings. I, that's a grad. That's, right, you, that's a graduate student job. Uh, but again, Jay Kamara, <laughs> uh, voice of Ohio women's uh, basketball team, voice of a bunch of different things. We're going to take a short break. On the other side of the break, up comes Lucas Moore for the first time since he departed. Is back in December. Uh, but you're listening to the Sports Fan of 970 WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Hi, it's DJ Bardicus here, and have you ever wanted to have fun and get paid for it? Have you dreamt of being a famous DJ just like me? Well, then Power 105 and Classic Hits 970 
might be the right place for you. We are currently looking for board operators and disc jockeys. We have part-time flexible hours available with chance for advancement. For more information or to submit your resume and a voice clip, contact Nick Palmer, General Manager at 740-205-8612 or email npalmer at wxtq.com. Stop by and enjoy the wonderful atmosphere of the expanded Bunch of Grapes Tavern and Cutler's Restaurant at the Ohio University Inn. Enjoy weekly specials like Prime Rib Sundays, Martini Mondays, Italian Tuesdays, and Wine Down Wednesdays. In addition to award-winning dining, the Ohio University Inn offers rooms with amenities such as free Wi-Fi, pet-friendly rooms, and a 24-hour fitness center. Come visit the Gateway to Ohio University, the Ohio University Inn, located at 331 Richland Avenue in Athens. At Ohio Health, we believe change can be good, and much has changed throughout the years. Our primary care has expanded. Our departments have gained recognition and certification for their excellence. We are committed to treating Southeast Ohio to the best care and the best medicine possible. Visit OhioHealth.com slash to see all the changes we've made for the good of our region. See yourself with season tickets to 2020 Bobcat football. 10-5, 6 for the Cats. Ohio's won three straight bowl games, and the six-game home schedule includes Marshall and Buffalo. Season tickets are on sale now with packs for as low as 35 bucks a seat. Can only make it to the Saturday home games? No problem. We've got you covered with the brand-new Saturdays at Peden Plan. Call 800-575-2287 or log on to OhioBobcats.com. See yourself with season tickets to 2020 Ohio football. Need a printer? Minuteman Press offers everything from a single copy to booklets, brochures, or business cards, and more. Minuteman Press is Athens' full-service printer with design services unmatched by anyone else. The quality you want and their prices are unsurpassed. And large format printing is also available for posters and banners up to 44 inches wide. Minuteman Press, 17 West Washington in Athens. Call 593-7393. That's 593-7393. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Local teams. Local opinions. The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Sports Fan 970 WATH. I got a guest-filled show for you all the way up until 7 o'clock where CBS will hit and we had hoped that the Big Ten tournament would be on and Ohio State Buckeyes would be playing today. They had to get through Purdue before getting to today, but, you know, sports basically have been either postponed or canceled. Um, but at this time of the program, I'd like to welcome in Lucas Moore. For the first time since uh, Lucas left us, he went all the way up to Chicago somewhere to pursue his dreams. But, Lucas, it's good to hear from you again. It's good to have you back on the airwaves of here, 970-WATH. Yeah, man. Um, don't like the circumstances, but it's always good to be back on the airwaves and always good to be talking to you, my friend. Uh, it's good to be talking to you, and, you know, I, I wanted when I heard about this and I was trying to put a show together because Troy had to work, you know, Troy's always busy. Uh, so it's just me kind of hanging out here and it's been kind of quiet here at the station. Uh, it's not that we have anybody coming down with anything. It's just, everybody's taking the precautionary measures. Uh, so when I heard about all this and since I'm the other guy here, I wanted to reach out to you because you're now living you know, in a bigger city in Chicago. Uh, what has been the reaction over in Chicago uh, to this COVID-19 crisis? Uh, the reaction here in the city, um, I just went out downtown, my girlfriend and I, and, you know, it's a little calm and it's eerie for a Friday, not a lot of people at work, and, you know, you don't see as many people that are older out either. You can tell that it's a younger crowd, and all the schools let out around the state. So, you know, it's just been interesting. Sports-wise, everything's canceled. Um, everything got canceled because I'm doing um, – play-by-play work in northwest indiana and everything got canceled there as well um so we lost out on the indiana high school basketball state tournament which i was covering 
all the way through the regionals. And, um, yeah, it's just been, it's been wild. It's been tough. I, I think the city's reacting just about like everybody else. Obviously, things can escalate a lot quicker in the city. Um, but there was stuff to buy at Walmart last night. There was food. Um, you know, it was a little hectic, but we, we're, we're, we seem to be doing okay uh, as of right now, which I think is important. And I think a lot of people just need to be doing okay um, for the time being. And, and it's just kind of it's difficult to swallow everything, right? You just said sports have been postponed. Sports. Right. have been canceled. I have documented my life and its memories based on the year of sports. I remember the memories of my freshman year better because of the events of 2016, right? I know what happened in sports that year. I know what happened that fall. I know who won the World Series. I know the next spring the Patriots make a comeback, right? I know what happened that summer. I remember who I was with, where I was with, watching what game. So this calendar of our lives, sports, which for many of us sports fans kind of sets the tone for our week, our day. It just kind of is this constant thing that you can make a calendar of your life based off of has right. been canceled, has been stopped. And that's something that's just, I'm not even sure I'll ever comprehend what happened. Yeah, it's unprecedented because you know, it, nobody really knows. Yes, people are starting to have a grip of what's going on, but nothing really started. And Russ talked about this a little bit earlier in the program. You know, the, the big domino kind of to fall uh, was Rudy Gobert in the NBA when, when Gobert was diagnosed with uh, the COVID-19 virus. Uh, NBA shut down, and then that created a domino effect uh, throughout the college level, through the professional level, the college level, and then locally here at the high school level. Yeah, it's just, you know, I don't, I don't want to pretend to be a health expert at all. I, I just know that's one of two things that we did here by canceling everything. We were either extremely proactive, which is what you hope. You hope that your society responds proactively to these types of threats. Or we were extremely reactive. Whatever which, whatever way that is, whatever way you may think that it slants, whether to we're being reactive or we're being proactive, this action will save lives. Bottom line. I mean, and that's kind of where you gotta, you got to get over it. And you can read all the articles you want. You can look at all the charts and data, I promise you. You know, because this has been a direct impact on my life economically, financially, mental health. I mean, this, for anybody that works in the sports world, Connor, for anybody that had plans of broadcasting games, I had a tournament in Lubbock, Texas. I, I usually work those tournaments, you know, every three or four months. Right. In Blue Frame. I had a whole tournament in Lubbock. I was going to call 16-plus games. Right, spend a whole week in Texas. That got canceled. So, you know, I've been looking into this every single day. And there's a reason all this is being done, right? And for this to have worked, these cancellations, these postponements, it will look like an overreaction in a couple months. That's the hope. I really hope nobody else passes away from this. And if, if nobody does, it'll be partly because of these actions. But I, from everything I've read and I think we just need to all sit tight and understand that this is going to be a long process. This is going to be a very unique national tragedy and something that we've never really experienced in modern society. This is nothing. Now, not that not judging seriousness, but you know, you flash back to an event like 9/11, right? Mm -hmm. That was an event on one day. There were some fears. But the thing about viruses and the things about pandemics and the thing is about plague, it's those enemies you can't see that are often much scarier to people and can be much more dangerous and deadly. So it's, it's important to be careful. It's important to keep your elderly loved ones safe. And, and I think that anybody reading any of the generic information that's out there can make that assessment as well. Um, but it's just with, with the actions that were taken, it's, it's one of those things where I just want to stress to people there's a reason they're being taken. We just all need to take a breath, not over panic, but don't, you know, be super willy-nilly about it either. Like, there, there's a middle ground for all of us to play. and It's going to be a long process, and, you know, all we can do is come together as Americans, come together as humans, come together as sports fans, and understand that this is going to be a long process, but at the end of it all, we're going to be able to turn on the TV, and there will be sports unifying us at the end of it all. Right. And that's kind of the, the light at the end of the tunnel to look forward to. 
is that first sporting event back when life has regained some sort of stability and we can gather in large groups again um, without endangering our elderly population. And that's going to be a beautiful day. And that's kind of the day that we're all going to sit our hands and wait for. But that day's coming sooner than we might want to think right now. Um, and it's just, it is what it is. I, that's all you could really say, right? At this point, it yeah. is what it is. Yep, that's what I said yesterday when I was talking with Troy. You know, it, it is what it is. We just have to go with the flow and see where these next couple of days take us because it seemed, especially yesterday, you know, information was coming at us left and right. You know, this tournament's canceled, that tournament's canceled, the season's postponed. Uh, the good thing, though, is that there's still, we're holding out hope here in, in Athens and hoping that uh, the OHSA will postpone the winter tournaments. That's what they've been telling the coaches here at the local level uh, that, you know, don't let your kids go just yet because there's still a, a glimmer of hope uh, that instead of a cancellation, they'll be postponing the OHSA uh, wrestling tournament, basketball tournaments, uh, which I think is a bright spot in a day where a lot of people needed, you know, some kind of hope to hang on to, at least in the sports world. Yeah, and I don't really, you know, again, I'm not having conversations with the World Health Organization or the CDC or, or all the experts on this, I, you know. I don't see any reason why postponing and just kind of waiting and seeing is, it doesn't seem like a bad plan whatsoever. But if it comes down logistically and it has to be canceled, I think all of us as sports fans, whether in the OHSA, in the NBA, we all need to come to the understanding and realization that if these things are in fact canceled, it is a tragedy. Right. It is horrible. But it's something that we will be able to move on from. It's something we'll be able to bounce back into sports does not die today i know a lot of careers might have um and i know a lot of dreams might have um but people will it's move one on. of those things where you got to say it is what it is man because this is out of you you and i and, and troy and everybody's control right. this is beyond our understanding beyond our grasp beyond our political knowledge or savvy beyond any degree that any of us have earned that are talking about sports yeah. All we can do is listen to those who have earned the authority to make these decisions, to have studied this every single day, who their Super Bowl is preparing for something like this, right? And if they tell us this needs to be done, then it needs to be done. And, and I think that that's where, and if it needs to be done to a point where we can't have these championship events and it bleeds into the next season, it's just kind of the reality of it. And it's just, it's just a shame, right? It's, it's just a shame. It would be and a shame. Sometimes, sometimes in life there are things that are a shame, and you just got to move on from Yep, hopefully to move on. And uh, really appreciate you coming on the program. Real quick before we let you go, because we're nearing about a minute left until we throw it to CBS at the top of the hour and then back to classic hits. Uh, but for you, Lucas, I know a lot of people enjoyed listening to you locally here. Uh, where can they find you? Where's your podcast at? And what are you doing right now? Well, right now everything is going to pause. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, yeah. Um, the Region Sports Network at VRSN. Um, that's where I'm working now. And it's just outside of Chicago, across the border, northwest Indiana, um, doing some work for them. Um, so whenever we get back up and running, we're going to try to do some content, whether it be podcasts and things over the interim. But at the VRSN on Twitter. Uh, Chicago sports, Northwest Indiana sports. So that's what I'm doing right now. I really appreciate it, Lucas. Thanks for joining in. And thank you for listening in here to the sports fan. That does it from us. For everyone here at WATH, enjoy the rest of your weekend. This is Connor Mills signing off. Back to Classic Hits 970 WATH.